0: Welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Our purpose is to have fun talking about small business stuff. And if you've been listening to us through the months, we do have a lot of fun. Along the way, we'll give you knowledge and tools to succeed with your small business, whether you're just starting out or you're established. My name is Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my business partner, Adam Sonholder.
1: That's right. We're the the small business stuff guys. That's what we like to be able to do and talk about. There's a lot of stuff that goes on with business that uh, can create frustration and challenges and creates lots of fun, interesting stories as well as part of just uh, what it's like to run your own small company. And uh, between the two of us, Jack and I, we've not only uh, been there and done that over the years, we also have helped coach a lot of folks through almost every situation you can imagine when it comes to a small business. And a big part of the show here for Dirty Secrets of Small Business is to help share a lot of those stories. Again, both our personal stories, but also that the hundreds of clients that we've helped over the years too. And we challenge folks every time they talk to us. It's really no situation we haven't either personally been through ourselves or help coach somebody through and help them be very very successful doing that. So we're here to share a lot of those ideas and, and stories and and some of our some of our wisdom, I guess, here on the Dirty Wisdom's Secrets. Wisdom's a
0: good word. We right. have a lot of that. That's we can right. dispense a lot of a lot of that
1: stuff. A lot of stuff to See, dispense. Stuff. There we That's go. That's right. All
0: right. So, you know, each uh well, today's show, basically, we have four segments, which is the format that we've been using for a while here. The first segment is a common myth or common myths of small business ownership. And we're gonna pick one of those common myths and we're gonna debunk it. The second one is a dirty secret of the week. That's always a fun subject. And the third one is, how come, with a question mark. And what that is, it's how come. I'm going to lead off with a question. I've been pondering since the last week, religiously. Some nights I woke up in a cold sweat pondering some of these ideas so much. And <laughs> I don't I have, want to hear
1: those or not. Let's see. <laughs>
0: and I'm going to pick one of them, one of them for today's show. Okay. And it's going to start with, how come this? And the this is what I've been pondering all week. And we'll talk about that. We usually have a good time with that one. And then the small business success story, which uh, M- M- MVP clients are going to be used. Adam's going to kind of uh, go through our, our many success stories and pull one out. And he's not going to tell you who it is, but he's going to tell you what they did. i can not tell you successful. who it is either,
1: Jack. you got to figure it out. That's part of the, part of the guessing game. It, it's testing your, your memory and, and your sleuthing skills. Is that a word? Sleuthing.
0: sleuthing. That's right. Columbo. I'm going to be like Columbo. I'm gonna, Just right. Start wearing raincoats when it's <laughs> 90 degrees out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good visual. We have, to get, we have to get a photo of that. It'd be good. Put a, you know, he, was, he didn't wear a hat, though. I was going to say, put, put a fedora on, but you don't know, want to be doing that. All right.
0: Who's that I'm talking about? That's yeah, right. That's
1: right. <clears throat> All right. So whether you're, you're listening to us live here on the radio, here on uh, we're here Mondays from noon to one, uh, you can give us a call here in the studio if you want to be part of the show. The number to reach us here is 440-946-9468. That's 440 Nine four six W I N T. If you're listening on podcast you can't listen to us live, you can also call in uh, Monday at those times. You may not know what the show is talking about, but we always welcome how questions when you come in. If you have a question about what's kind of going on or a story you want to share or something that, that we're talking about that you'd like to be able to jump in on, we, we always welcome you to be part of the show.
0: You know, most, most most business owners are stuck in a state of how. That how word is what we like to feature at MVP. Why do we like to feature it? Because probably throughout the day, you small business owners, there's, there's probably a hundred times a day that you will proceed a question, scratching your head, trying to figure something out. You'll proceed that with the word how. How do I make a profit plan? How do I present my company? How do I get money from the bank? How do I fire this guy? The, the, the list goes on and on and on. Well, we're we're maximum value partners, and what we do, we're business coaches, and we help small business owners. We like to say get unstuck from that
1: state of how. That's right. Usually, they're stuck in some stuff that we help them get on get them unstuck for, or unstuck from. Uh, If you don't want to be on, that's right. (laughs) If you don't want to be live on the air with us here, you can also reach us when we're not on the air. Uh, A couple ways to do that. One is via phone, which is eight seven seven eight four nine zero six seven zero. Again, that's eight seven seven 849-0670. Eight four nine zero six seven zero. You can also email us at radio at MaximumVP.com. And check us out on the web at MaximumVP.com.
0: You know, you small business owners, you, you, you have a lot of these how questions. And to Adam's point, feel free to call. You
1: know, we can have a little fun with your questions.
0: Chances are we've probably addressed them a hundred times. Well, maybe not a hundred, but often.
1: It's amazing. They, they usually come in patterns, or they come in waves, you know, where there's a lot of commonalities from from clients of ours, where they'll... You know, totally different industries, totally different businesses, and and a lot of the same problems will come up within, within days or weeks of each other. And so it tends to go in waves like that. And uh, All right, so let me jump into our first segment, as Jack was talking about. We have a chance to debunk a common myth. And our myth this week is one that, as an owner, you've probably heard a couple different takes on this. And uh, But the the myth is that you can pay yourself whenever you want. Now, again, I say you've probably heard this in a couple different ways as an owner, you've probably heard some people say, make sure you pay yourself first. There's a lot of people out there giving that kind of advice. A
0: lot of so-called professionals giving that advice, right.
1: yeah. Now, we're counter to that. And that is, you know, that's really more of a job mentality versus the owner mentality. We talk about this a lot, you know, and not only here on our show, but we talk with, with with our clients about this a lot, and anybody else who we do meet. That's more of a job mentality of making sure you get paid, get that constant paycheck. You know, one of the one of the stark realities of owning a company is you're often paid last, if at all, especially early on. But even even if it's not early on there are often adjustments during the course of running a company for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And we know that those owners out there listening to us know that. And and if you've been able to last for 10, 20, 30 years, there've been times where you've had to take a quote unquote pay cut, or maybe not take pay for a little while to make sure that your employees are getting paid, that your vendors are getting paid, that that the bank's getting paid. Meanwhile, you're not getting paid,
0: especially, especially in the early going. And, and, uh, you know, that that is very common, that cycle. And not not only the early going. The early going because it's obvious it's just that. You're starting out and you're 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 learning a lot of things and those things that you're learning, that stuff that you're learning, basically has a price tag on it. And your employees aren't gonna be passing the hat to bail you out. You're gonna have to be borrowing, digging into your savings, digging into resources, uh uh and you're gonna forego that wonderful salary and and our compensation, whatever it is, until the going gets smoothed out and you're doing that that thing that seems to be having a bad word today, and that's make profits. <laughs> I was know?
1: going to say, we got we, gotta, we have those two P words often get confused, paychecks <laughs> and profits, right? That's right. We help people focus on the profit side of things. Now, the paychecks are bad, and we're not saying that you shouldn't maybe take something out, okay? Once you get to a stable position, it's yeah, good to have a good kind of a smaller base salary, but looking at profit and, and bonuses and, and taking money from that standpoint is where a lot of the a lot of the money should be coming from, and, you know, as opposed to, to, to getting a huge salary and burdening the company with that. To really look for the profit piece of stuff and really focus on that. And you know, we 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 had a client early on. You know, it was one of our first clients, as a matter of fact. Where I had a couple of partners. And what they were doing is they started digging digging into their books that they'd rung up some some debt in terms of their their line of credit, and often the line of credit is used like a bank account by by folks where they keep kind of drawing on it with every intention to pay it back, but they keep drawing on it, and you wake up one day all of a sudden you're tapped out and what was happening over 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 a few years with with these folks before we got involved is they were borrowing money to help cover costs and the, and the whole time they did not adjust or modify their pay at all. So, their CPAs looking one day, he goes, Hey, you, know, you guys realize you guys have borrowed $130,000 here, and it's really, you've been put it in your pocket in order to pay your guys' paychecks. That's where it's gone. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those deer headlight looks where they they were looking like, Well, what do you what? mean?
0: Yeah. What? Or, we, we were using totally that just
1: to, to kind of pay bills, or we, and they said, Well, look, if, if you didn't, if you guys hadn't taken the, or adjusted your salaries, all of a sudden you wouldn't have had this kind of debt on the books. so it was very eye-opening for them to kind of hear that and see that when they started looking at their numbers. But it's a very, very common
0: occurrence. It's a common occurrence for people who don't own and run small businesses. And those are people who work for you or have jobs. And they think you can pull money out of that company pretty much any time you want. And owners of small businesses usually don't talk to their employees about what goes on in the company. So there's a lot of ignorance and that ignorance kind of fuels the the myths that hey you can pull money out of here whenever you want and owners who are running companies without understanding the financial implications running it by the numbers running it with good monthly reports etc cetera, etc cetera, they're the ones who really get nailed back cuz all of a sudden they, all their borrowings have been tapped out they're they're in the hole they can't pay their vendors they've been paying themselves comfortably all along and now they're in deep do, deep how,
1: deep do supposed deep to do do all right.
0: No, no, they're in deep how.
1: Well, I've had other folks we've seen. I had a client of ours who was paying himself, and yet he's bouncing payroll. That was a nice. How's guy, that right? How's that work right? We also, a, we had
0: to convert him over to be a nice guy, an MVP guy.
1: Well, what happened was it's because he didn't want to tell his his significant other that he that he had to skip a payroll or to reduce his or to reduce his take his take home pay because he, he had to make sure he's making payroll. So instead of having that kind of conversation, he, he bounced payroll. <laughs> How silly these things are! Right, in, t- in terms of you know, just have, have these discussions, make these make make these decisions. They
0: really are. When you frame them, they're silly. That's no, there's no other word for it. Silly.
1: Silly is a good word. All right. So keep in mind don't don't look for that paycheck. Look for profits and focus on profits. And if the money is there, by all means, and if it, you know to be able to take. Take some of it out and put it in your pocket. That's good. But do it through profits and bonuses, not through big salaries that you're taxing your company with. All right? Right. All right. Stick around. Uh, When we come back, we're going to reveal our dirty secret of the week. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack
0: Mancini with Maximum Value Partners. We're business coaches. We can help you get unstuck from all those how questions in your business.
1: Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and WINTradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter.
0: And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners. MVP. Remember, most valuable player. That's a good way to remember MVP and Maximum Value Partners. We're business coaches, and we help owners of small companies get unstuck from that state of how. Why don't you wrestle with all those how questions yourself? We can help. We've helped hundreds, and I know we can help you get unstuck.
1: That's right. Unstuck from all that stuff. And so this is normally the segment we're, we're going to go through and, and, and reveal our dirty secret of the week. We're going to take a quick pause here. We, uh, As we always say, we invite you to be part of the show. And we have uh, David from California who's called in has a question for us wanted to chat. So, David, welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Thanks for your call. What's on your mind?
2: Oh, well, honey, uh, yeah, I was um, I was kind of spurred to call when I heard you talking about uh, uh, the small business owners uh, definitely keeping discretion about the status of their companies. And um, I uh, I'm old enough to remember the savings and loans crooks of the 1980s, and uh, that. See it the three major crooks that that started that whole thing were involved in penny stocks and uh, they were basically uh, manipulating the prices of those penny stocks and even though it was uh, raising, you know, uh, if something was actually sold on the Chicago Board of Trade for one cent a share they would double it or they would go up to 1.8 cents a share and and, uh, then sell it to uh, uh, widows and orphans was the uh, uh, phrase that they used. So the idea that uh, the employees of those companies were basically fired uh, because the share price would shoot up, uh, the the owner would uh, think that he uh, hit the jackpot, he might overspend, and then when the share price fell, uh, it basically collapsed uh, most of those companies. And uh, it, it forced a lot of Uh, different changes in security uh, law, and and it uh, forced all of the employers around the country to definitely be a little leery about uh, people who were uh, overly praising their small companies. So um, I just kind of wanted to talk about that. those, those
0: Those were flying times, David. There's no question about it. And I remember those times well. And when when we're talking about public companies, it's a little bit different than small, privately held companies. And first of all, we always encourage owners of small companies. And we did it when we owned ours. And and we've been coaching people through the years that uh, we like to share information about the operations of the company for a couple of reasons. The biggest one is that they're going to become educated. And educated employees are usually better employees. And basically, to understand what goes on in the company, we have a lot of brains now working to solve the problems and make the company better. So we're advocates. We aren't, uh, you know, certainly in the penny stock world, and I remember that well. You know, we aren't uh, trying to uh, develop uh, disciples to go out and spread the word crazily to uh, to the public. That's for sure.
2: Sure, Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of wise to keep discretion about uh, you know how much information you're releasing. Uh, certainly, educating your staff in in uh, the management of the company, if you you know, want to keep them for decades, uh, that you know incentives and and stability are are. A major part of it but uh actually i'm also just to let you know and not only am i calling from california but i'm calling from san francisco where real estate prices are insane out here and i would bet that uh, the lack of discretion has caused a lot of the small shops to uh, basically be uh, beleaguered by the landlords who jack up their rent from maybe $10,000 a month to 40000 a month. And then, uh, you know, it's, it's crushing the small business uh, that, Small businesses that have been here for decades have now been evicted because of uh, uh, either indiscretion or or greedheads who have become landlords and uh, and you know over uh, they they over milk it and uh, and they kill the goose that laid the golden egg. Well, yeah, so, that's
0: what that's what often happens there. Sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah they, you know, it's often the the, the the small business owners are are often talked about. Yet commonly abused and commonly forgotten. That's a, that's another great example of it, David. In terms of just here, they're you know, coming in and seeing an opportunity and forgetting what helped to build these 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 great neighborhoods in these great cities across our country. That's why we're. That's a big part of what we're trying to do here in Dirty Secrets. of small business is help to, to help promote that and remind folks that you know, these small business owners are the backbone of our, our uh, of the economy here in the U. S. And it's going to be the answer for helping us grow going forward as well. Well, discretion—discretion well,
0: right. discretion is your discretion is your key operative word, David. And we got to get moving along here. And we we thank you very much for that. And please yeah, call in again. Okay. Thanks, David.
1: Okay. All right.
0: What's the second segment here? Our second uh,
1: segment is uh, is our dirty secret of the week here, and so uh, actually ties in pretty well with, with David's phone call. <laughs> um, our dirty secret is that your employees will never appreciate what you do. Mm, never right, appreciate that's... that.
0: That's well. They will. They will. They will. If they've been educated the MVP way, it takes a while to get people uh, on board with with the information involving the company. Much like our friend David was just talking about.
1: Well, this came up and really hit me between the eyes last week. We had a, a call with a client of ours. What's one of our longest term clients, and the you know one of the owners was lamenting you know they they're very good at, at at communicating with their with, with their team about what's kind of going on they're really good about getting feedback as well and so every year when they have the, their annual annual planning meeting annual retreat with with their team is they, they go through some feedback and a couple times in the last few years i've gotten feedback that that they want to be recognized more they want to be pumped up more that they you know to, to recognize the good things that are going on and celebrate things and so within the last month alone there have been a couple of big things happening with our client and 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 each of the owners separately had sent out an email you know highlighting what was going on and congratulating the team for a great job well done celebrating high five everybody kind of you know just again have a great time and celebrate stuff and here's one of the owners lamenting the fact that she hadn't heard boo from anybody (laughs) (laughs) i said i said well I said, well, you, you know, you have your 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 senior leadership team in place now, and and what are you hearing from them? He said, well, they you know they were all very complimentary of it, and, and said it was very very good. I said, okay, well, they are now your your gateway to your team, I said, you know, you, your team kind of grows. You know, this is again we talk about small businesses, you know, businesses. We usually talk about twenty five employees on down.
0: That's yeah, that's what and, we talk about. And, right. and yeah,
1: you know, this has been a client of ours for a long time. They've now surpassed that. Okay, so they're up into the, into the mid thirties at this point. So they have a little more structure, and so the connectivity between the owners and every employee is not the same as it was when there's only six of them. And so she's, she's lamenting the fact that all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm not hearing back, like, hey, thanks for for, for doing what we talked Pants about. on the back, right.
0: we love <laughs> you, and big hugs and all that good stuff. That's <laughs> I, right.
1: I said, so you aren't going to actually get that. You aren't going to get that appreciation. I said, so you, you can't look at it for, you know, for, for, for them to be able to do that for you. You know, well, you
0: know people do what they know how to do. It's a simple statement. I caught on to it a couple of years ago and absolutely love it. All right. People don't know how to express appreciation like that. No one teaches them to to uh talk to the owner about, hey, owner, what a great job you're doing when it's warranted. Some people do, but not the, the norm. They're 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 consumed with their own self interests and that's not a bad thing. And it's it's incumbent on the owner if you need the pats on the back. Some need it more than others. And if you need those pats on the back, you got to teach your employees that. Hey, you know this goes both ways. Not only uh, here's a bonus, but a pat on your back. But but uh, I deserve a job, or I deserve a pat on the back too, if that's important to
1: you. Well, it's got got to go with some perspective. You know, we, we had another client where um, yeah, it's, it's second generation coming in, and, and was lamenting how. The team needs to appreciate the fact that that the parents had never missed a payroll, and you know, in, in three decades. And I'm thinking, well, most people who have the jobs are thinking, well, that's, that's that's your job as the owner to make sure that the payroll clears. Like it's not like you're going out of your, you know, from their but the perspective is not there in terms of understanding why that's such a, you know, such an important thing, or maybe that that, that, that there were stressors there over the years, or, or where maybe it was tough to make payroll some of those weeks, right, or they had to put money in to make payroll, people just don't appreciate those kind of things, Because they,
0: they don't know how, Adam. They don't know it. <laughs>
1: That's right. All right. So stick around. We come back from the break. We're going to be uh, getting into the how come portion that Jack is talking about here a little earlier. So stick around. I'm Adam Sonhalter.
0: And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners. As we said, we
1: are business coaches. We can help you get unstuck from all those how questions in your business. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter.
0: And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners, MVP. We're business coaches who help owners of small companies get unstuck from that state of how. Don't wrestle with all those "how" questions yourself. We can help you. Give us a call, and we'll get you unstuck.
1: That's right. So people do what they know how to do. That's right. That's And it. if if I don't understand, somebody else does. You know, other people don't understand either, right? That's that's a, that's a, that's another new phrase we're going to have, right? Those are two right? absolutely take them First, to the bank statements. <laughs> versus, if I don't understand, I don't understand. That's that's <laughs> true too. So, all right. Sorry, we had some. Panter here while we're at the break. All right, so we're back in now. Um, I'm going to take a poll one of these <laughs> days here.
0: Be ready out there, listening the audience. We're going to take polls here pretty soon. Good Polls are
1: good. That's right. Polls and checks Especially and Italians, the are all, they're all ones. good, right? <laughs> oh, wait, a different kind of poll. I'm sorry.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: All right, so we're going to be getting into the how come part of our, our show here today. The how come is a question Jack's been pondering. If you have questions that you'd like to, to share with us, too, we're always open to, to your phone calls here at 440 946 9468 Again, it's 440-946-WINT. Uh, for those podcast listeners that can't hear us live on the radio because you're out, out of the area, just like David in California from our, our prior segment, you can call us here noon to 1 uh, Eastern on Mondays. You can you can always get us here in the studio. Uh, if you can't get us in the studio and want to talk to us offline, give us a call at 877-849-0670. All right, Jack. You're promoting the the, the, the the earlier part of the show here about your how come, and you've been pondering lots of questions. You have one that you're going to lots. be with us today. Over, so
0: overburdened pondering, all waking right, well. up at all hours and sweats. Maybe maybe it was a 24 hour thing, but I don't think so. It was those
1: ponderings were Wait, a 24 hour question or 24 hour something. A I don't know. Oh, it's right. confused. The, Three how, in the morning, the yeah. how bug. Maybe you had some stuff going on. I don't know. <laughs> so what do you got for us? What's the how come this week, Jack?
0: Okay, I got a couple warm up questions here. First question, uh you know who would like this first question is our engineer. He's got a lot of eclectic tastes here. So uh this is a warm-up question. I'll Moving to the ponder attention. one. Right. Okay, this for this first warm up here is how do you know when it's time to tune up your bagpipes? <laughs> <laughs> Can
1: you actually tune up bagpipes?
0: I don't know. How do you know? That's the question. That was a warm-up
1: one. So I don't have the answer for that Any bagpipers out there, give us a shout. 440-946-WINT. Give us a shout. And and
0: the objective is to get our engineer pondering that one himself. So let's see if that one wakes him up in the morning. But he's pretty good. He'll probably come up with the answer. All right. Okay, I got another warm-up question, too, before we get to the big one. Is it true that cannibals don't eat clowns because they taste funny? Oh, come on no is that true <laughs> okay the it's more you taste like the, chicken the, the, or what The I more understand. load ups i i do here the worse they become so we'll just we'll just stick to the bagpipe one first all right okay but the real serious one the pondering one that we can talk about and put on our serious hats here how come people don't speak up how come people don't speak up when they know they really should Think about that one a little bit. Think about all the situations. You start with you personally, and then think of situations you've been on where somebody does speak up and somebody should speak up and what the differences are. You know, I think a big part of the reason that so many people don't speak up when they should is because we've been raised that way. We've been raised to be polite. We've been raised not to hurt somebody's feelings. Uh, we've been raised uh again not to hurt somebody's feelings, so you get bad service in a restaurant and you're going to take it or you get bad service somewhere and you don't speak up why uh you know you're you're going to apologize for bad service sometimes i mean some some people go to extremes to to literally they they become uh bullied they're they're afraid to confront. You know, we use a process in our coaching. We have seven keys to success that we coach our clients on. And we also have a behavior uh, assessment product called DISC, D-I-S-C. And it talks about different styles. And some of us are hardwired to almost never talk, uh, talk out and express our thoughts. By the time some people express their thoughts, the meeting's over and they're driving home. And, boy, I should have said this or I should have said that. You know, are are they afraid of risk? Yes, some people are. But some people are, again are hardwired that way. And what's really complicated it in my ponderings and and uh, uh, reasons for that is political correctness. People are so off guard now and afraid to express stuff and say things. Stuff that's that word again, just just what's on their mind. Why? Why is this such a big deal? Why has it always been a big deal, but today it seems like it's a bigger deal? What do you think? Adam?
1: Well, for, for speaking for one of those folks who's pretty hardwired to not speak up, that's kind of how my, what my style is in terms of disc. I'm a much more reserved guy naturally, and I'll ponder things. And you made reference to what I often talk about as being that meeting after the meeting, right? Those, those ideas that kind of come and you're, hey, I, I should have done this or that kind of made sense. The way we often process stuff is internally let things kind of churn through our minds as opposed to the more outgoing folks who tend to process more by thinking out loud. They like to talk things through and brainstorm. That's how they, how they go about doing it. But it's a different way of approaching it. I think to your point though, you know, to be able to be aware of that and to be able to step out of your zone. I think part of what happens is, and is that the spotlight's pretty, pretty bright at times. Those reserve folks don't want to be in the spotlight. Even if it's something that, that they know about, all of a sudden, you, you may have a battle, and you know, being aware or, or thinking too much of yourself as opposed to what's going on as part of that discussion. What's going on, going on in that room, and you know, it's tough. You know, the, the PC nature that you mentioned, Jack, I and mean, to me, that's a very, very big deal. If I'm trying to think things through. I'm not ready to kind of talk about it yet. If I if you force me to talk about it, it's kind of going to be kind of muddled, and I am mean, to say exactly the right things. And well, people have been. You know, condition these days, where if you say one wrong thing, all of a sudden you're gonna be vilified. That's right. And that that's that's not a good
0: trend for sure, and, and certainly my opinion. I, I'm going to speak for you too. I think you believe the same thing. Yeah. People expressing their mind. What we like to do with our how come questions is is try to bend them into uh, an application for small business, and. The obvious one is if, if you have, you know, uh, like we, we like to deal with companies that have 25 employees down to one. We often get into bigger companies, but that's our target, 25 employees down to one. And if you have five or six key employees that that you're trying to get them involved in the company, uh, wouldn't it be much better, and I know it is better, if you could have five or six brains focused on the problem in your companies that you're, you're, or your company that you're trying to solve. And if people will open up and feel comfortable about opening up about what's on their mind rather than sit and wait till the boss gives the, the trigger point or wait till uh, all the controversy is settled and you can come in and, and vote at the end rather than say, hey, wait, or you're listening to the dialogue jump in there and and you know the how come question was why don't or how come people don't speak up when they know they really should well, and and it's they know they should <laughs> but they don't and and that's the that's the the vexing part here if that's the right word
1: yeah it's always a, it's a, a question we'll ask many of our clients when we first start out we'll say you know do your people speak with you freely I, i'm trying to think back to the, to the last time somebody said no to that jack you're right. And, they all say yes.
0: They all say yes, <laughs> then we'll watch them in a, in a meeting. It's totally different, and, right? Yeah. So,
1: so, he, so here, for those owners out there, you know, in, I'm sure you don't have to look too far back, but you know, probably in the last couple of weeks or the last couple of months, something that, that you talked to your team about and they kind of nodded their heads and then whatever you guys decided, it, it went totally south. It was, a to, it was a totally silly decision. It was totally screwed up, right? So maybe you're, in your next meeting with your team this week, say, how come nobody told me what an idiotic idea that was? You guys all knew that it was wrong. At least some of you knew it was wrong. How, how come nobody spoke up? That's a good question.
0: That way, then the ones who aren't speaking are going <laughs> to go deeper into the hole because the boss is admonishing <laughs> is <that right>?
1: them. <laughs> As they're <laughs> shrinking into their chair back into the corner, right? But you know, it, to be to be a little self-deprecating that way and, and come out and say, look, I don't have all the answers. And this is the, the, the best shot I've got, but the more input we have, the better, to, to, to your point, Jack, the, the, the better decisions that, that, that we're going to make that impact all of us. And you got to get, you know, so you have to encourage people and make it safe for them to kind of to speak up.
0: Well, you know how we do that in our coaching, Adam? We do that by insisting that the key employees, especially for starting, make presentations to the group, to the group of other key employees, to the group. So picture, you know, three to five key employees going over the, the plans of the business. And each of those people are in that meeting because they have responsibilities in the company. So sh- who do they talk to about those responsibilities? Well, they should talk to the group. And there should be a nice planned target sitting on the wall somewhere. Everyone knows what we're trying to accomplish. Everybody knows of those five or six key employees, how they basically uh, uh, fit into the, into the flow. And if, if they start presenting quite often, that's one of the key steps if you're never pushed out of your comfort zone it's very hard to take it you know voluntarily but if all of a sudden you got to prepare and you're going to have the cold night sweats blah 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 but you do it and you find your head wasn't chopped off and you basically can do it again and that's how you start to get people to sort of modify their behavior relative to that. There aren't monsters well, out there with trying to present.
1: You bring up a good point, Jack, and to me that's really a good way to help get those, get the thoughts out of, the, out of those more reserved folks in a way that's comfortable for them. You know, the, the, the folks who are more outgoing will be happy to kind of talk it through, but if you give that person, say, hey, I'd like to have your thoughts by tomorrow or by Friday on this topic. Encourage. They're going right. to prepare for it, and they have time to get their thoughts kind of pulled together, and then they'll come back and present them pretty well. But, you know, give them the time, so be aware of people's styles, just because you like to talk things through and want to talk about it now. I like to do that. So give me some time to kind of think about it and ponder and sleep on it a little bit. I'll come back tomorrow, and you know, I'll, I'll have better ideas for you. So it's multi-win, a multi-win,
0: Adam, if we do that. We bring them, we bring the people a little bit out of their, their uh, comfort zone or into their, and basically we get an extra brain to move the, the, uh, processes of the company forward
1: good extra brains are always a good thing all right stay tuned (laughs) we come back we're going to figure out how do you find the right people to help you grow your company i'm adam sonhalter
0: and i'm jack mancini with maximum value partners we're business coaches we can help you get unstuck from that state of how that i know
1: we know that you're in stay tuned for more dirty secrets of small business on integrity radio wint 1330 a.m 101.5 101.5 FM and online at wintradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter.
0: And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners, MVP. We're business coaches, and we help owners of small companies defined as 25 employees down to one. We help them get in stuck from the state of how. I know we can help you. We've helped hundreds of small business owners across all lines of
1: business. That's right. In our uh, last segment here today, we're going to help you figure out how do you find the right people to help you grow your company. We're going to share your story with one of our MVP business coaching clients here. Uh, before I get into that, though, if you want to reach out and be part of the show, whether you're listening to us live here or if you're on the podcast, you can still call in. We're here every Monday from noon to 1 Eastern. The number to get us here in the studio is 440-946-9468. That's 440-946-WINT. If you want to reach us or not on the air, you can give us a call as well at 877-849-0670. Hit us up with an email at radio at MaximumVP.com. We'd be happy to read that on read it online. Again, that's radio at MaximumVP.com. All right, I'm going to get into helping you figure out how do you find those right people to help you grow your company. With a client of ours who had this very, very uh, similar challenge, was trying to grow and expand to multiple locations. Now, we talk about small companies. Again, we're usually focused on companies with anywhere from 1 to 25 employees. As Jack mentioned before, we, we, we focus on our seven keys, and seven keys to success. If you go to our, our website, maximum, MaximumVP.com, there's a link there for the MVP playbook. Underneath there, you'll see a, a link for our seven keys to success, a very nice graphic you can kind of print out and look at. The focus for, for this story is that fifth key, which is leadership a couple things on you know that that are key yeah, to our just leadership. a
0: word on those those seven keys. If you master those seven keys, your company's going to be successful. But you got to stay coachable. You got to you got to be coachable to begin with, then you got to stay coachable. But if you master them and it takes a while to master those, your company's going to be successful. And that's defined as growing sustainable profits.
1: And coachable doesn't mean you'll do whatever we tell you. That's that's rarely the case. And anybody who's coached young athletes, you know, to take the information and get them to to be able to do it takes some time and some wrestling back and forth with it. And they got to figure it out themselves. And so, often coaches way and talk about a lot of these keys, and it takes a little while for them for them to sink in. Or some of the clients still want to make some of the other choices, and and, and that don't work out as well until they finally start to to click. And okay, they they finally give in and say, okay, I'm going to go this way, right. So the, the the key here that we focused on a lot with you know, as related relates to finding those right people is on the leadership front. In a couple ways, okay. A couple, a couple key components of of leadership. This is key number five for our seven keys is the disc that Jack's talking about before, D-I-S-C, in terms of behavior style. Excellent tool, right. And PDC, which is the job description for every owner. PDC, plan, direct, and control. So oh, a
0: wait a minute, three-word job description. How can that be? That's the HR a, department... Yeah. Brings out legal uh,
1: issues and and all of a sudden become pages. By huh? show of hands, how many small businesses out there have have an HR department? Okay, I don't see any raising their hands yet, Jack. So Wait, we have to worry my, about that stuff, my right? My
0: attorney, <laughs> yeah. He's a one band No, 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 no. Yeah, that's we right. will. I got it. I, I'm with All
1: right, you. let me get in the story here. All right, <laughs> so this client of ours was, was trying to grow and, and it was adding a second location. Things are going pretty well there. He'd helped to kind of launch that second location, had a good guy in place to help kind of make, the, make it start to happen. And then he wanted to add a third location. And one of the challenges he was having is he kept on putting, the pressure to grow was always resting on his shoulders. And even though this, the, 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 the one location that he opened you know, for a second one was going okay, the third one got he got in there, but it just wasn't going quite as well. He's trying to figure out why. And so again, like many owners, and I'm sure most of you can relate to this, he figured, well, if I just work more, put in some more effort and time into this, it'll start to start to happen. Boy,
0: that's common. That's a common approach, isn't it? Work more.
1: That's that's what he's hoping, you know. And so he said, well, short of being able to clone you, we're not going to be able to. We're not going be able to make that start to happen because again, there's only 24 hours in the day, and you you have a spouse and some kids that that, that you want to you want to see at least sometimes. Plus, you got to sleep a little bit. So the problem wasn't that he hadn't had a lot of the right ideas and the foundation for what worked. It was that he didn't have the right person in place. And when it comes to disc style, that was a big, big deal from that standpoint. He had the, he had the person whose natural style wasn't to really open up and develop and launch a new location. It was more a person who could help improve things, keep things steady, keep things kind of moving along. And he had a similar guy at, at his... At his flagship location, that, that was more that style. Who was, again, it was very steady and good to help keep things kind of going, very dependable. Mm-hmm. But to launch a new thing which was, was just not the right, the right fit for him. So after a couple of fits and starts with this, as I said, most of our clients are coachable. Again, doesn't mean that they, they, they roll over and just do whatever we say to do. But he started to realize, hey, maybe what we're talking about makes, well, it it t- makes takes sense some, It
0: takes some years sometimes <laughs> to uh, have that light bulb go on. <laughs> That's but right.
1: It's all right. Yeah, go on. And uh, so what he did in this case, he wanted to make sure that he found a person that he, he was looking for, which, you know, was somebody more like him in terms of both disc style as well as experience. So starting to understand what made him successful in terms of what he was able to do, you know, the, the, the person he, he had had to try to open this, this third location, the disc style was exact opposite where our, our, our client's a pretty outgoing uh, guy. The one he brought in was, was really more reserved and more task-oriented versus being more outgoing and people-oriented. And also was, was, was much younger, much less experienced. And as I'm sure you can all appreciate, you can't teach experience. People have to kind of get that experience on their own. And so as he started to profile the person he needed or people he needed to help him grow, it started to look a lot like him because he was very good at helping to kind of grow like that, right? And also, going back to the plan direct control that's part of that part of the plan okay let's plan to find that right person or that, to start with to find out and then, and then be able to direct their activities so as a person you know again we, and this took a couple of years to Jack's point, mm-hmm. okay it wasn't like this happened overnight it often it often does, and I know small the small
0: business listeners out there, they know what the heck we're talking about when they really think back and and uh, look at how long they've been wrestling with problems. Years go by before solutions sometimes pop up. Well,
1: so this case, he got a good profile together who, who he was looking for. And wouldn't you know it, the person had been in his life for a number of years. And this matter's going and approaching that person. Very, very similar disc style, very similar in terms of age and experience as far as what he was looking for. And so the timing just worked out very well that this person was available looking, was frustrated with what they were currently doing, and started to come on board and good, everything started when they first come on board, things are going pretty well, then started running a little bit of problem with, with the PDC problem part here, right? with the plan direct control. Okay, what do I do to, to direct this person, right? Was be a lot of our meetings were, 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 were centered on that, because yeah, I bring it, on a good it, person. It's like a
0: happy marriage, right? Now all of a sudden, <laughs> uh, you get to know each other.
1: <laughs> well, you know, brought this person on board, it's okay, well, now I have to keep, keep that person busy, so what do I have that person do? So again, the idea of getting the plan laid down, okay, now to, now to direct the activity, and then to control it through regular meetings. So instead of just talking all the time like they were, hey, they talk up times a day, well, make sure you schedule regular meetings, weekly meetings at least, to kind of go through what was going regular on. Regular
0: meetings and have people present. That's probably the, the, the biggest operative word here out of all this stuff.
1: So when Jack used that word present, most people may be thinking, okay, I'm thinking very formalized presenting. No, often it's, just, it's often just feeding stuff back. Hey, what's the plan for today? What are we going to do? What's the plan for making this thing start to happen and make sure that you're on the same page? Don't don't presume or assume that just because you told them that they've heard everything. If they present it back to you, you'll know either they got it or they don't. If you know that they got it, then okay, now it's a matter of going to execute that. You know that, but often things fall apart because we're on the we're on different pages to start with. So it's it's a, it's almost doomed to fail. So getting that getting that plan down, be able to direct all that activity, and then controlling it through these meetings, you know, is very very key. So. This is relatively recent for our clients This has been just under a year, and the mm-hmm. growth has been exponential they 've doubled they 've gone from three, three locations to six in the matter of ten months going crazy Have this good That's person right. on board okay now they have other some, some other challenges that, that, that they 're trying to, to wrestle with, but again, find that right person and knowing what you 're looking for is very, very key. So create that profile it 's amazing once you know what you 're looking for, often that person is somewhere in your life already oh wait a minute yeah
0: it 's amazing once you know what you 're looking for, you can usually find it. <laughs> It's like uh, the, the, I lost my key in the parking lot, and my friend came up and said, what, 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 are, you, what are you looking for your key over here for? Your car's over on the other end. Yeah, the light's better over here.
1: So <laughs> right. it's, it's one of those. All right, so I know what you're looking for. And the second <laughs> thing is don't try to do it all yourself. Don't try to work more, work harder. Again, bring good people on board, and it's going to make your life much, much easier. So That's right. All right, thank you for joining us on, on this week's edition of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. You're invited to tune in every Monday at noon. If you have questions beforehand, again, you can email us at radio at maximumvp.com, post at facebook.com forward slash maximumvp, or give us a call, 877-849-0670.
0: You know, we're we're here at Maximum Value Partners, and we build long-term relationships with our clients. And basically, we become trusted friends in the real, real meaning of those words. You know, we'd love to help you. We'd love to be one of your uh,
1: coaches. All right, if you missed any part of this show or any of our previous shows, you can go online and uh, podcast at, at iTunes to download the programs there. You can go to WINT Radio and look at their archive programs to get it there as well, or use tunein.com. Learn more dirty
0: secrets of small business next Monday at noon. Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM and 101.5 FM and WINTradio.com.